Hey, I'm Harrison. When was the last time you had a deep, meaningful conversation with somebody? If it's been a while, don't worry. You're in the right place. This podcast is designed to open your mind to new perspectives and topics in the realms of health, personal growth, and, well, life. Welcome to the Let's Talk About Life podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Let's Talk About Life podcast. My name is Harrison King. Thank you so much for tuning in to another mini episode, a uh, little mini sode. You can call it mini episode, mini sode, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I'm just grateful for you taking the time this next 20 or so minutes to uh, hang out with me. So thanks for taking that time out of your day. You should be proud of yourself. Give yourself a little pat on the back for um, choosing to listen to this as opposed to something else. And I appreciate it. So thank you. And like I said last time, uh, last mini episode, I was saying, uh, if you're enjoying the show, hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Um, I'd love to just hear everybody's thoughts. You can give us a whatever, however many stars you want. Just a little feedback on the show. I appreciate it. And feel free to, as always, let me know on Instagram uh, what you want to hear me chat about. But today we're talking about habits, everything about habits. We're talking about creating habits and improving habits and just how habits work kind of um, because it's a pretty big part of our lives, actually, um, even if you don't realize it. Right. So it all kind of started. I had this idea. I, I saw this and it's not super relevant, but it is relevant. And I wanted to just share this quote. And the quote is, don't think your way into acting differently. Act your way into thinking differently. I'll just read that one more time. Think about it. Don't think your way into acting differently. Act your way into thinking differently. So don't just just think about it really hard and then start doing something. Just start change the way you do things. And then you'll start thinking differently. That's just interesting. Maybe go, hmm, how do you start to do that? Well, through habits, right? So uh, we're going to start off with a little brain science, as we always do. We like to do a little behind the scenes, what's happening, you know, in the brain, in the body, whatever. And uh, brain science behind habits and routine, it goes a little bit like this. Uh, A habit is when your brain creates a routine out of a sequence of actions. We know that. It's just an automatic routine based on a sequence of actions. Habits are created by our brain in order for it to save effort. Now, this is really interesting. If your brain is able to fall into a pre-known routine, your body doesn't have to use energy to think up new ways to do things. So there's a reason that we we have habits. And this is going to make more sense when you're trying to figure out how to either change a habit or start a new habit, understanding why, why we're making habits in the first place. And it starts because our brain... Is trying to cut corners, <laughs> not cut corners. Maybe that's not the right word, but um, save effort. You know, the least amount of it, the more efficient the body can be, the better, right? So if the less energy has to put into, you know, thinking of a new way to do something every single time you do something, right? Every single morning when you um, wake up and put your pants on, it doesn't, you don't have to think about it because you learned how to do it one day. But if you had to learn how to do it, like figure out how to do it every single day, it would take extra energy and the body can, brain can use that for other things. That's why we do it. So this effort-saving instinct is a huge advantage, obviously. An efficient brain requires less room, which makes for a smaller head, which makes childbirth easier, and therefore causes fewer infant and mother deaths. An uh, efficient brain also allows us to stop thinking constantly about basic behavior. So I'll just go back to that one right there. You might not think about that. That's why we want, obviously, the smaller things can be. Like if our brain had to be the size of like, you know, a hippo or something, like a hippo's head, obviously there'd be an issue and then couldn't you know have children because the head's too big and blah 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 so just the smaller things can be and the more condensed and efficient things can be the better for all parties involved so that's kind of why the brain doesn't need as much room 
when it doesn't have to use as much effort, you know, like less parts of it are needed differently, whatever. So that's that's kind of why, right? Um, and uh, but a little bit about actual habits themselves. In order for a habit to successfully integrate itself into your life and into your mind, there's basically three steps. So here are these. If you want to take notes, now is the time. All right, you can pause this and uh, grab a little pen and paper or if that's not your thing, tell Siri to do it. I don't know. <laughs> um, but three things to successfully integrate a habit into your life, right? Number one, you need a trigger that tells your brain to proceed with the habit. So that makes sense, right? It's just, what is the thing that's going to cause me to start the habit? What's starting the process? What's starting the engine, you know, getting the, getting the things going. And then the second thing is a mental, physical, or emotional routine, which is just the habit itself, right? So something that you're actually going to do once you've triggered it. And the third thing is a reward that re- makes the sequence of actions memorable to your brain. So some sort of reward that makes your brain go, all right, I, I, let's do it. Let's do it again because that was cool. Anyway, basically over time, this loop, which is cue, routine, reward, cue, routine, reward, over and over and over again, becomes more and more automatic. And the cue and reward become intertwined until a powerful sense of anticipation and craving emerges. Eventually, a habit is born. So when the sense of anticipation and craving emerges, then, uh, you know, you start to crave whatever it is because the brain knows that it's easier to do it this way or or it has that, you know, the reward that it wants or whatever. It knows it's going to be more efficient doing it this way. Then it's going to do it more and more often. And then your habit is just is automatic. So when a habit emerges, the brain stops fully participating in decision making. So this is the key thing to note here. When you actually form a habit, your brain isn't making decisions anymore. It stops working so hard uh, or it diverts focus to other tasks. It goes, this isn't as important because we've got it figured out. We don't need to think about it anymore. Push that to the side. Let's focus on something else. So unless you deliberately fight a habit, unless you find new routines, you know, that kind of thing, the pattern will unfold automatically. So this is where it gets challenging because we're inherently like make habits and when we have habits to like not change them. That's just the way your brain is wired. So knowing that is a great way to just approach the habit situation because your brain doesn't want you to change it. So you need to consciously make your brain focus on it because otherwise it's going to focus on other things that it thinks are less are are more important, right? That makes sense, I think. So let's start talking a little bit about creating new healthy habits or just habits. Hopefully they're healthy and sticking with them, right? Because that's the big thing. You don't want it to be like good old New Year's resolutions where it lasts for about eight days and that's all. We want to stick with them. So uh, it's very important to take a look at your life and identify what needs to be changed or modified. Look for the weaknesses and shortcomings in your day-to-day activity. So what's happening that you can maybe improve a little bit. It's kind of a start if you want to just focus on a habit. Uh, lots of people, though, lots of you listening, probably have a habit or two or three or 14 that you want to uh, <laughs> want to fix or change or strengthen, maybe. So, but if you don't have any, I guess uh, you can, you know, just analyze your life and see what's, what's up and what you want to change. But basically, just think about the ways you want to approach your routine goals. Incremental change is almost always better than immersing oneself fully immediately. And we know that. We've talked about that. And uh, it's a great reminder that the little tiny steps, uh, which was Joey Chandler talked about this, uh, little steps, small increments is always going to be way better than just trying to go fully into something. So it's just a little bit. Even if you just start the habit, it's one little tiny thing or you're getting a little closer to it. 
again, as I always say, be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up. And uh, it's just, we're all figuring it out, right? Everybody's learning to live for the first time. That's a great quote. I'm going to keep saying it. And uh, it means that nobody knows really what's happening. And you might you might mess up and you might not get the habit, you know, right away. And that's all right. That's what I'm trying to say. So an easy way to, you know, create a new habit. And one of the, we, we've also mentioned this before is changing your external environment in order to make the habits easier. So it's like anything. You're going to become the average of the people around you and your environment is going to shape how you act and what you do. So if you have something, for example, you know, if your habit is to stop looking or checking social media so much, you know, put it on time constraints on the app. If you have an iPhone, I don't know how that works elsewhere, but you use other apps, I guess you can get to do it. Or one of them phone boxes. You know, have you seen those things? Or you like put your phone, you like lock it in for like an hour and you can't get it out. I'm not sure what happens then if somebody has like an emergency and calls you, but you get one of those if you want. But the the good example is if you're trying to like make your diet, there we go. <laughs> if you're trying to make your diet better uh, or, or get rid of processed foods or things like that, like if you don't have the food in the house, if you don't have chips in the house, or my thing's chocolate chips. I love chocolate chips. Oh my gosh. I have an addiction to chocolate chips. So when I don't have them around, I don't eat them. Simple as that. But when I do, it's much harder to hold myself back. So your external environment, you know, is your your environment you're in. You got to change that. It's a big part of the habit. So if your thing is like me, you're trying to reduce chocolate chip consumption, then get rid of the chocolate chips. Don't have them in the house. If they're not in the house, you're not going to eat them, right? Simple as that. It's always important to keep your end goal in mind. That's kind of your long-term reward. It's like, this is what I want. This is what I'm working towards. You know, maybe toss on the vision board. If you don't know anything about vision boards, check out uh, Steve Gamlin and I had a chat and, uh, you know, toss on the vision board and go, this is the goal. That's what we're ended for. You know, this is what I, this is what I want. This is my, going to be my reward and don't lose sight of the reason that you start, you know, there's a reason you started and you don't want to lose sight of that. So, uh, this is very important to remember that. And finally, find the joy in the positive changes you're implementing to create healthier habits. So what are the, what are the good things that are happening? If it's the chocolate chip situation again, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna pick on me a little bit. If that's the thing, uh, what's the good thing about it? Oh, well, not getting to enjoy the chocolate chips, the sweet chocolate chips. <laughs> but it's okay because you know it's gonna improve other things, and I'm gonna feel better, and my health's gonna be better, and whatever. Right? So focus on that stuff. It's like, it's like anything. Kind of find the positive in it, and and it can be satisfying, you know, and and good to better your life, which is why you're here, right? So especially changing your routine and have it like that, you should be very proud of yourself. So keep that up. I'm proud of you for listening to this, starting, starting the process. You know, even if you haven't actually started the habit thing yet, like re- reversing your habit. So now one of the most important things out of all of this is that for a habit to stay changed, like I said, so it's not one of the New Year's, resol- New Year's resolution type things where it just goes away. For a habit to stay changed, you must believe that change is possible. You can't just try it and then it just expect, oh, it didn't work. You know, what's up with this? Well, it's because you, you have to believe change is possible. Most often that belief only emerges, uh, emerges with the help of a group or, or maybe it's an accountability partner or something like that. It's much easier and not saying it can't be done. You can do it yourself, but it's uh, way easier to do it with the help of a group or other, you know, maybe everybody's working towards Maybe I got to find another person, a partner that is trying to reduce chocolate chip consumption. And you guys probably think I got a problem. I don't. I don't have it that much, but I, I like chocolate chips. That's all I'm trying to say. And Skittles. Oh my gosh. The worst part is, is that they're so, you know, they're so not good for you. 
And, and I talk about not having those things and I, and I try not to, but sometimes you got to indulge, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's important to remember, just not all the time. All right. Anyway, <laughs> but it's important to, um, get, find, uh, you know, somebody else to work with that accountability partner thing. And if somebody, it might be a different goal, you know, it might, I'm, I'm trying to work on this and somebody else is trying to work on maybe, uh, exercising more or something or like meditating 10 minutes a day. That's all they want to do. Well, then let's both check in and make sure we're both doing it. Right. And that makes it easier. But you have to believe that change is possible. It's the key thing. Believe that it's possible to make it happen. So fixing old habits. Here's how it works. Habits basically can never disappear completely. This is it gets a little challenging. Um, instead, they ha- kind of have to be modified or changed. You can't really just say, see you later. That's all. You know, we're going to push this one and move to trash and then just delete it permanently. Um, but thankfully, Habits are malleable, so you can change them up. You can, you can, you know, move them around and shape them up a little bit, like a little Play-Doh structure or something like that. And as long as your mind is still following the three-step rule that we talked about, you should be all right to change it. So you still need a purpose for the habit as well as some reward at the end, whether it's self-satisfaction or physical change or whatever. We talked about some of those things. Uh, it's always very helpful to have people help you change your habits, right? And I said that you just, it holds you more accountable and, and it's not just you, you're not in the fight alone. You know, it's not just, you know, we can have somebody else supporting you and say, don't eat the chocolate chips. We're sticking with the chocolate chips things. I've decided that's the rest of the episode. We're talking about the, the cho- that is the habit being changed. All right. Sounds good. Apply it to your life <laughs> as you see fit. Of course, habits are encoded into the structures of our brain. And that's a huge advantage for us because it would be awful if we had to relearn how to drive, you know, every time we went away and he came back. That's There's good reason. We just said that. There's good reasons that we have habits. But the problem is that your brain can't tell the difference between a bad and a good habit. So if you have a bad one, it's always there waiting for the right clues and rewards. So if you do something that are, sorry, I said clues, the right cues and rewards. So if you do something that cues the bad habit, then your brain is just going to go back to doing it because it remembers that. So you got to kind of change it. You're wondering, how how can I change it, Harrison? How do I do that? Well, we talked about the cue, the routine, which is like the actual habit, and then the reward, right? And this is a great way, you know, I think, to that I found online. I'm not taking any credit for this, but I found this great way kind of ha- habit reward system. And I think it'd be a, a nice little easy way because it's hard to stay motivated. It's like, well, I want to do this and you're going to do it automatically, the habit, because if you're trying to change one, you're going to do the old one because of, we just said it's wired into your brain. Your brain's going to do it because it's the easiest way to do it. So uh, you've got to give yourself some motivation to change it. So here's something you can do. It's the fun habit reward system. Are you ready? You got to pick pick a few habits or behaviors you want to reward. We've already talked about that. Let's, uh, you know, take meditation or something like for that. For example, you could do going to the gym or, or improving diet or removing chocolate chips from the diet, as I said before. <laughs> and uh, you're going to reward yourself with a predetermined number of habit points. You can call them whatever you want. But we're going to call them habit points each time you invest in one of the activities. So this is kind of like for, well, you could do it for just one habit, I guess. But if you're doing several habits or different things or maybe different portions portions of a habit. So for example, it could be like working out is two points or working out for a certain length of time. Like 10 minutes of meditation is three points. So you meditate for 20 minutes, you get six points, right? Uh, 30 minutes of reading, two points, you know, like just you decide, you say this amount of time or this activity, action, this thing I'm doing, which would actually be the routine we talked about, gets me this many points. And this is kind of your reward system, right? That we needed. And at the same time, So that's that. You go, okay, 10 minutes of meditation is three points. Now I have three points. I write it down. 
on your little board or whatever you want to do for that. And then uh, at the same time, choose a few of your favorite uh, vices. So you got to figure out what that is. And maybe it's binge, binge watching a show or, or treating yourself in, in some other way. Uh, and basically, you're going to redeem your habit points on these vices. So let's say, for example, you're really enjoying a show on Netflix. Uh, me personally right now, I'm not much of them. I don't really watch Netflix ever. But then sometimes I get into a show very, 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 not very often. But I started Superstore. If anybody's watched Superstore, it's great. If you haven't watched Superstore, it's great. And you got to, it's just a fun little thing here and there. Sometimes you just need a little mindless something or rather, right? I'm not saying it's bad. Probably shouldn't do it all the time. But if you're going to do, maybe check out Superstore because it's a, it's a good time. Anyway, that's my recommendation. It's my Netflix recommendation if you want to check it out. But you're going to redeem your habit points on one of those things. So maybe you say 10 points. Once I get 10 points, I can watch one of the episodes of Superstore or something on Netflix or whatever you want to do, right? 10 points. Well, now you have to meditate. If you're getting, you know, three points for meditation, you have to meditate four times to get 12 points or 40 minutes, sorry, 40 minutes, right? And then now you have enough points to do your Netflix episode. So it gives you this kind of nice the system where you got to work for it but then you also get rewarded but there's not really a way to cheat so unless uh, you just stop following but um you know rewarding and spending habit points this this kind of idea is is super simple and it accomplishes uh, several things which is like turning your vices into rewards which is those things so it's maybe it's watching that show or or something that you know really you really need or really want you know And, and instead of feeling guilty about you know, if somebody, if it was like one alcoholic beverage after 30 points, well, then instead of feeling guilty for having your drink when you just went and did it, now you're like, you know, I, I actually am rewarding myself for the positive habit that I'm building or that I did, right? So, yeah, I meditated. You can go, yeah, I meditated a whole hour for this drink. You know, that's awesome. Instead of just going, oh, I just, I'm having the drink and now, well, I just feel bad about it. So, uh, and you also limit how often you indulge because, Maybe you're not watching your show all the time or having the drink all the time or whatever because you got to kind of work for it, right? And uh, through working for it, you're going to develop that the habit. You're going to strengthen the habit, right? And get rid of the old one and start to build that new one, those new pathways in the brain and, and have it. It's just, it's a win-win situation. That's really all it is. And uh, your, your valuable habits become more attractive. So ones that you like that are, you know, ooh, that have a little bit more points to them. You know, uh, we keep saying the meditating, but maybe it's like working out and you work out. If you work out for an hour, you get five points. So it's like, whoa, well, I want to work out for an hour because I'm going to get five points. And that means I'm closer to this. Right. So it gives you an incentive and it's just a super simple thing and nobody's hurt in the process. And you can also reward yourself for like lapping your goals. So if you, you said your goal was, you know, to meditate 10 minutes every day, but you meditated 30 minutes, you know, today. Well, great job. You get whatever. Go choose a you know, kind of a prize. Essentially, it's like choosing a prize, right? Like you look at your your little list and, and redeem your points. So something interesting to try. So uh, some quick tips for creating that reward system. Uh, you try focusing on habits that aren't already automatic. If you're building a new one, if you're not building a new one, then you're going to have to pick one of those ones that's automatic and change something about it because it's not working. You got to try to change what the cue, maybe it's the same cue, change what you do with the, as the routine and then use this system as the reward, which is hitting all three of those, you know, the checklist there, how to create a habit. And then you're going to change it, obviously. But you can also pick new ones that you don't want. You want If you're going to pick a new one, don't do something that you're already doing. And uh, you know, reward yourself in proportion to how much effort is required. So if something's a lot more work, 
then give it higher points. It's something super easy. Don't give it like 15 points. Give it like two or whatever you decide your thing is, right? But don't just like, like be, you know, kind to yourself, but also just be realistic. Like, you know, oh, tying your shoe or something. Like, obviously it's not going to be tying your shoe, but you know what I mean. You know, making sure I fully uh, exfoliate or wash my face nicely or something like that. Like maybe that's not super hard. So don't make it like 20 points, right? That's what I mean. Um, and also identify potential rewards by looking at your vices. We kind of mentioned this where just find the rewards based on things that like really that you normally would do, but you kind of maybe feel a little bad about it. I mean, you don't need to feel bad about it if you kind of work for it like this. So, and also make sure to balance, you know, what, what works for you, what, what the points are and how often you get them and that kind of thing. And it'll, it'll help you become a better person and feel a little better. But most important thing with all of this is be kind to yourself, right? Just be kind to yourself. You may not fix your habit completely, right? It may, it may not happen. Uh, or you might not stick with it every single day. Or you might forget about it sometimes and you might take a little while to change it. And that's all right. That's completely okay. As long as you're making progress towards the goal, you're winning. You're winning in my eyes and you should be winning in your eyes. So don't worry about that. But just try your best and uh, hopefully you can use some of those tips to try to change a habit or modify. Maybe make a new one. I don't know what the new one is. Maybe the one is you're starting meditating. We talked about that. Maybe you're starting meditating and you need to start the habit. Well... Think of a cue. What's going to be the cue? Well, in the morning, well, I, I, you know, start the coffee pot. Maybe that's your thing. You start the coffee pot. That's the cue. When the coffee pot starts, you push the button. You sit down, you meditate for 10 minutes, and then your reward is the coffee. I don't know. It could be anything, but like simple stuff. It could be simple like that. The more you do it, like we've, we've talked about lots of stuff in the brain before, the more you do it, like memories, right? It's going to strengthen the connections and then it's just going to happen more. And then uh, all of a sudden your brain's just going to go, well, we're just going to do it anyway because we don't have to think about it anymore. There's more important things to think about, you know? So that's it. That's about uh, all I got to share with you for habits. I hope you enjoy. Again, if you like the episode or you like the show and you want to support, show some love, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Thank you so much uh, for listening. Hope you have a great rest of the day. Keep loving life and we'll chat with you later. For more information about this episode or the show itself, head on over to HarrisonKingOfficial.com. There you'll be able to find the show notes, transcriptions, and videos for every episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk About Life Pod. Now get out there and have a deep, meaningful conversation in your own life. We'll chat with you next time.